Miss Shirley Brooks. Um, she is also, her words are inside of this book as well. And um, when you get the book or the ebook, you will find her quote on page three. Okay, page three, you will find her words. So I wanted her to come on in and just have a conversation about purpose. I want her to tell you guys about her business. So let's hop on into it. Shirley, first of all, welcome, welcome, welcome. How Thank are you, Shannon. I'm good. I, <laughs> I always tell everybody this all the time, and nobody ever believes me when I say this, but like, I always get so nervous to do this kind of thing because <laughs> I just want to make sure, like, I'm one of those people that I want to make sure that um, everything I say is not necessarily right, but that people get something from whatever I'm trying to give. And so, uh, that always kind of makes me a little bit nervous. Plus, I'm like an introvert, so <laughs> all this kind of stuff, I'm like, I'm trying to grow this year, so I'm taking more opportunities to take on, you know, so thank you, because you're actually helping me with one of my goals, which is to uh, do more stuff like this and get myself out there and, wow. and grow in that area where I feel I'm not the strongest, so. <laughs> well, you're welcome, and you're absolutely amazing, so it is really my honor <laughs> that you accepted to come on here. Um, but why don't you go ahead and tell people, you know, what do you do? I know that you're a life coach now and we have other things going on. So, um, just kind of explain to us, what is it, um, you know, that you are growing right now? So, um, I am a life coach and, um, I call myself a goal accelerator for women. Um, I specialize in helping women to solidify their purpose, actually, and uh, be accountable to their dreams, helping them to empower themselves and to build a life that they can love. love and um, you said, what am I also working on right now? I am also working on uh, this, with all the things that are going on with, um, a lot, it's a lot of bad things going on right now. And, yeah. and this has been around forever, but it's just a lot of evidence of it now more, or people are paying more attention to it. Let me put it that way, in terms of like right. the Black Lives Matter thing and just, you know, a lot of the tragic things that are going on with our community right now um, due to racism. And uh, what I think last week or week before last, whenever that Tuesday thing was, when everybody's like blackout. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I took a break off of social media. Um, and in taking that break, you know, they were like, go learn this and learn that. And we kind of know our history, right? So um, I just kind of was doing some, some, um, just look thinking in, inward or whatever, going inward. And what came to me was, you know, I'm a mom and I have a son and obviously I'm married to a, a black man. All my husband, my husband, my uncles, my dad, everybody, right? Brothers, everyone, they're all black men. And uh, not that this is not impacting black women, but they are kind of a bigger target, so to speak. Right. And I want to, um, I was like, what can we do? And the thought came to me that we need to change the narrative. You know, it's a lot of um, stories out there, positive stories about us, right? About black women. Right. And, uh, but there's not enough positive stories being shared in the media about um, black men. So right. a project I'm working on right now is to kind of get those stories out there. So awesome. that's uh, me in a nutshell right now. <laughs> awesome. <And I'm, laughs> yeah. Awesome. So like you kind of touched on it a little bit as far as like what prompted you, but um even before you know all of the riots and the and you know just things that are happening now started to occur what prompted you or what you know what what 
drove you to want to well be a life coach and then also just to help women um you know just to discover their higher self mm -hmm. um i can can you see i feel I like can. i have a glare okay it's a little right. glare but i can still see you okay all right uh i became a life coach because i could see how like in my own life and the life of people who um i look up to and that have had success um they have more resilience um versus uh some people who they fall down and they don't get back up again and they don't make progress toward their goals and toward a better life and it's simply because of um their thought style like how they think you know and I want women to understand that, you know, they have power and the power is within them and um, that they can design the life that they want. But it does start here. Okay. You know, you, you have to start with what's in your mind. And just every time somebody talks to me, for some reason, um, I always say, make sure you have your notebook because <laughs> somehow they have all these aha moments when they talk to me. And I was just like, you know, and it, they're always so grateful somehow and somehow I help them to see something about themselves or pull something out of themselves that maybe they didn't it's always been there but for some reason I was the one who could get it out of them and help them feel like you know they can mm -hmm. so I was mm -hmm. like this is probably something I'm naturally good at and I need to be sharing and doing to help more women that's amazing. Now, this is one of those questions that were on the list, but That's um, okay. <laughs> um, like how long or how long ago or, you know, when did you discover that you had that gift that people actually, you know, left your conversation different or, you know, when did you discover that that was your thing? I didn't know it when I was a kid, but I know, like, I would say like when I was, late teens um early 20s wow. okay but i didn't know like you don't know right yeah. and then uh later on in life just talking to i think it, it um you if you are younger than somebody and they feel like they got something from you you're like me right you know oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. like, it's really? like really me <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, so it, it's just stuff like that so maybe most of my life but you don't really recognize it as a thing until um you know who knew that fast forward to the past 20 years being a life coach would be a you know a legitimate thing to pursue for somebody right. who is uh good at pouring into other people and helping them to see their better self so yeah and i love that um because and you know we'll get more into this a little bit later but to me that just sounds like you like you understood you know what lane like what your purpose is and like at least that little part of it right like we know purpose yeah. is like huge but you know at least you recognize like man like i have this gift and and like you took steps to like further solidify you're watching yeah so you I know what's funny though mm -hmm. um i'm gonna tell you something like when i was so like all my siblings are i think they're very talented anyway but like they all do stuff like they play instruments one of my sisters is a band director um okay. one of my brothers is a photographer but he's also uh 
he works at CDC and he does like the media production and stuff like that. Okay. Um, another one of my sisters is an engineer. Um, my youngest sister is like a amazing like teacher, you know, um, and my other brother, he's like really good with the stock market. He can draw and all that kind of stuff. These are obvious talents, right? Right. I'm the oldest. Okay. And I felt for the longest until probably my early thirties that I didn't, I wasn't talented, that I didn't have anything to offer. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Because it wasn't an obvious, um, it wasn't an obvious thing. Like, you know, you could place an instrument, you can place the photography right. and stuff like that, but you can't really um, place influencing people's lives in a positive way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so it did take me a while to realize what was already in me. Right. Mm -hmm. But then when I finally did, I did, you know, actually pursue it in a, you know, professional way. And, you know, that, that just reminds me that, um, Sometimes, I mean, oftentimes, like that's that's how, and not to go like super spiritual. No, it's fine. <laughs> go where you want to go, because I'm probably there too. So. <laughs> I mean, like oftentimes, it's those type of gifts that, um, let me see how how that we often overlook. Those that are not quiet, but those that deal with, um. Well, they're deals, not flashy, you know, it's, yes. it's not a, you know, yeah. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, it deals more with the spirit. Right. And I mean, yeah, like having, you know, those outward gifts, Um, you know, like I can write. I think I'm a good writer. That's cool. And like, you know, somebody mm -hmm. who can paint, that's cool. But, you know, I believe that when it comes to like gifts of the spirit, mm -hmm. um, those are often quieter and mm -hmm. yes, like they are less obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think also because of that, go into like how you said in your teens, you know, somebody would say how you helped them or something. And like, you'd be like, no, nah. I think oftentimes it's those quiet gifts that, you know, that really change lives, but we often doubt them because they aren't big. Like they, like, yeah. you know, um, there's so, nothing attached to it or at least you think. Right. There's nothing attached to it. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I grow up. Yes. Okay. Let me get, let me go on because like I often feel that way too. Like sometimes, you know, even like just with going live on Facebook or just with saying something, I, you know, I will oftentimes feel like God might tell me to like say something to somebody or just put something out there. And I'm like, it's just words like, no, nah, but, but your words. Like that's and that's another way I, I learned that that is something that is special because I always well for one you know I grew up in the church and you know they always talk about your gifts and they always talk about mm -hmm. purpose and things like that right. but um and even though a lot of the gifts that they speak of are the intangible gifts the ones that are getting praised are the ones you know the the praise dancers right. and all that kind of stuff you know but no one really um they don't say to you that you could actually be someone to touch somebody's life. You feel like you might have to be the preacher or a minister to be able right. to do that. Right? right. And you know, I always would say, I want to be used by God to impart into people's lives in a positive way. But I always thought, I thought it was going to come through makeup at some point in life. And we'll get okay. to that uh, later on. But okay. you know, it's just, you, you sit there and try to figure out what is the obvious thing when it's something else. And I think that's the reason why I like being able to uh, coach women is because I want you to see what your authentic, talent like god-given ability is you don't have to think 
that I'm not as good as somebody else because what you do might be a, a for lack of a better term, a humble gift. And it's no gift is better than any other. Yes. But, um, you know, you're just as needed by this world as that person is, you yes. know, and there'll be a lot of times where, you know, you're standing in line at the, I'm standing in line at the grocery store and I know I should have said what came to me to that person right. or yes. um, at work or wherever you are. And you're just like, you know, I need to say something. Right. You know, and uh, last year, one of my friends, it was last year, even before last, one of my friends lost her daughter to cancer. Okay. And, um, and for some reason, like, it, I would feel these different, like, connections. Like, I know I need to go and say something. I would get up and walk. Mm-hmm. And then there would be, like, her mom or something like that. And she needed somebody to just hug her and talk to her and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, this is real. Like, this yeah. is real. But it didn't feel real until, like, you have to stop being scared. Right. You yeah. have to stop being worried about what other people will think about um, what you say or what you do, you know, you have to let literally let the spirit move you, you know, and it's not to sound kooky or anything like that. Your intuition, the spirit, whatever you want to call it. Right. That's, um, your purpose guide. Yes. Girl, you know, know, I already 100,000% agree with you. Um, and, and we can talk about that all day long. So let's move on. I know. (laughs) Um, but so now, okay, before we go any further, how can people connect with you? How, you know, if they have a question about your services and I'll put it in the comment section too after we're done, um, how can um, they contact you? The best place to find me is on Instagram, um, yeah. Your Success with Shirley. Uh, I like sending people there because my links are there in my bio, but um, I do post a lot about like a lot of positive stuff that I want people to see. and. Okay just things to affect your perspective because I, that's really what guides life is how you look at life, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I rather you go there because even if you never call me for anything, at least you can get some kind of positive inspiration. Every day. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, guys, I'll put it in the comment section, um, shortly or after, after the video. Okay. But it's your success, your success with Shirley on Instagram. Okay, guys. Okay, so, and then for those who are coming on in, hello, thank you for joining us. I'm with Miss Shirley Brooks. She is a life coach um, and, and a thought leader. And today we are talking about, um, well, purpose and the, the power of purpose. I'm also giving away um, two books, two eBooks. So if you share this video out, you will um, be in the running to get a copy of Hearts of Mine, The Purpose Seekers, the Purpose Seekers Devotional and Journal. Um, so go ahead, share it out, share it out. And good luck to the winner. So we're going to keep on going. Now, Shirley, so getting into more purpose, like we kind of tapped around it, but what is your definition um, of purpose? I know everybody kind of has their own view, but what is your view of purpose? So purpose by definition is a reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. I believe that that is an accurate definition. Um, We all have something in us that motivates us to get up every day Mm -hmm. to keep us going. Um, It's our reason for living and it's, it makes us, you know, feel like that's what we were created for. Right. I don't think Mm -hmm. purpose is um, like some mystical kooky thing. Uh, that you have to like go to a monastery to, to, to figure out or something right. like that. 
But I also don't think that it is one thing. I think that it varies based on um, your current values or where you are in life at the time. Like in my 30s, I thought that my purpose was to, I mean, my 20s, I thought that my purpose was doing makeup. You know, I thought that I was supposed to be a makeup artist and, but that was the way that I affected people. Like women would have aha moments when I would do their makeup kind of Mm -hmm. thing. So I was like, oh, I guess this is my purpose, you know? And in that time period, maybe it was, right? Right. But um, then in my 30s, it became my family. And then, you know, now, uh, like my late 30s, and now uh, I'll be 41 this year. Uh, But since my late 30s up through now, um, it's still family-oriented. Makeup is a thing that I like to do. But um, I think it's more so about my... um, natural desire to uh help people yeah. and help people see that they have talents mm-hmm. um and that they have abilities that are meant to serve a bigger picture you know mm-hmm. um and my goal is to do that and to make a bigger impact on society so that is uh what i feel like purpose is by definition and like i said i feel like it can vary based on um the chapter you're in in life you know love it and um and I totally agree with that too. Like, I believe that God uses us in different seasons, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, because like you said, we still have other things that, you know, we're good at um, mm-hmm. and at different points that might've been like our focus. Mm-hmm. And then like kind of once that kind of goes, then, 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 you know, we transition. Um, and um and I think, and I was having this conversation with somebody else too, and I think that's important. And I'm glad that you said that for people to hear that it's okay to transition right. in life, mm-hmm. right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. um, I feel like, I mean, even speaking for myself, you know, if I'm going one way or, you know, involved with this organization or doing this or whatever the case might be, even having this friend or whatever, that mm-hmm. when the season changes, I have to hold on. I have to hold on. Like, you know what I'm saying? Can't that mm-hmm. be like something that can hold somebody back if they just feel mm-hmm. like they have to just, 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 just keep going, even if it seems like that season has changed? I think that, um, I think you're right. And I think that if you think about nature and how certain things in nature, they shed a skin, mm-hmm. right? Or even if you think about like a butterfly, like it mm-hmm. starts off as a caterpillar, it serves its purpose as a caterpillar. If it wants to be stuck as a caterpillar and not go into the next season, you'll never see the beautiful butterfly, wow, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to be willing to, if you have to be willing to let go of things and people and places if you want to grow. Like flowers mm-hmm. grow when they first grow, they're like, um, just green leaves, right? Mm-hmm. Then as they get bigger, they add more foliage or whatever, and they get their mm-hmm. petals and all that kind of stuff, right? And mm-hmm. I'm learning with my roses that apparently those things, um, when they grow, they they the buds or the they get they grow so pretty, and then the rose falls off, and it stays off for a minute, and then they come back, and it happens like several times over the course of like the spring and the summer, and like this year, I don't know why I paid it paid so much attention to it mm-hmm. but I did and I didn't remember that last year it did the same thing but I thought it was something wrong and I was like man what is going on is it mm-hmm. 5g is it covid why aren't they because they were so pretty at the beginning of spring and then now and you know now they're growing back but that's what yeah. they do and that's what we do like we you know we 
change and we come back even more beautiful, you know? So, um, love it. yeah. I love it. Words from the life coach, y'all. Okay, so I'm, <laughs> I'm going to read your quote here and then I want you to tell us, um, you know, why you chose this quote. Um, so, and, or how'd you come up with How to come quote? about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, so on page three of the book, Heart to Mind, Purpose Seekers, Devotional Journal, um, Shirley was so gracious to put in her original quote, and it reads, it's not that the bravest person doesn't feel fear, they just can't be controlled by it. I am brave. So can you take us a little bit deeper with that quote, Shirley? Well, I mean, it's even this right now, like this is, I guess, I don't know what I was thinking about that day when I said it, but it was probably something to do with something I was about to do that was going to challenge the heck out of me. Okay. And, um, you know, before that would paralyze me, right? Like, I'm just not going to do it, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. which is not operating in my purpose, right? Um, I'm shy. I'm an introvert. Um, I'm not the most confident. Um, I am not a master orator yet. Not rich yet. <laughs> um, you know, I'm a caring and concerned human. Yeah. I'm a person with a big heart. I'm a person who loves God and wants to be used uh, by him to serve. And I am generally happy and extremely grateful. And I do not have all the answers or ideas. And I'm saying all of that because everybody feels the same way at some point, right? They can see all their I am's and their I am nots. Mm -hmm. But when I do stop um, and just step out, even when I'm scared, but focused on what God wants me to do, somehow those are my most positively impactful moments. And that kind of overshadows the fear, right? Yeah. Um, if I let my I am nots, and if we, those who are listening, let our I am nots um, combined with fear stop us, we will hinder somebody else's breakthrough. Mm. So it's almost like fear is kind of selfish. Mm. But um, I... <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and then like this year, like I said, I vowed to myself at the beginning of 2020 that I would just do it scared and not for me, but for those who need what I have to give for those who need to feel brave enough to share and live in their purpose. Mm -hmm. So I move scared all the time and, um, others are uh, feeling better whenever I'm moving scared. And uh, mm -hmm. those are seeds that I'm planting right in other people's lives. So mm -hmm. my moving anyway is not allowing fear to control me as I have allowed it to so many times before. Mm -hmm. um, and again, how many people did I let down because of that? So mm -hmm. I feel, I feel fear. I move anyway. And that move anyway is what makes me brave. And you know, it's amazing that you just said that because I was thinking about this earlier, actually. Yeah earlier today or, or yesterday, that um, we're all like, okay, well, first of all, we're all kind of interconnected here on earth. I feel like um, God puts us all strategically in different places that mm -hmm. he wants us to impact that, like those people, like, like mm -hmm. there might be somebody in the army who it you know who god has placed there to impact those folks i'm not in the army so maybe i can't be as relatable like and so mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so i was thinking and i mean i girl like there's so many times i either don't move or or i move slow because of fear myself and it dawned on me like I could be hindering somebody else from doing what God has placed them on this earth to achieve because right. maybe what God has for me to do can help activate somebody else to do what they're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, and, 
not to sound like we're just kind of like just all big like we're all pawns here and puppets but i truly do believe that we're here you know on an assignment and god has mm -hmm. us all here on an assignment and um somebody else might be depending just like you said might be depending on us to do what we're supposed to do to activate them and so i feel like if i don't do this like you said i'm letting the next person down whoever that yeah. might be right mm -hmm. whoever that mm -hmm. might be um so if you guys are listening i want you just to um you know consider like what shirley is saying and you know even if you're scared do it scared like because your purpose is so much bigger than even what you can even imagine and i'm mm -hmm. sure that you agree right yeah. that. yes and and just you know just step out just take the first step if you're watching um you know if you are considering saying something or doing something just do it because you never know um what you are activating in the earth what right. you're helping somebody else manifest that maybe they've been stuck and god has been trying to you know tell them to, to move forward anything we don't know how god is like working through us so do it scared um that is a word in and of itself so thank yeah. you Shirley. um so now how important do you feel that it is for people to seek out that purpose like sometimes um like well you know there is the number one search is how to find my purpose right and many people don't but so how important do you think that pursuit is um i i don't think purpose is something that is a 100 percent seek kind of a thing okay um i think it is already in us but the thing about it is people even i at some point you know was looking for what is that like looking for it as if it's something outside of me right yeah so it's not a matter of you don't seek it per se but like i i think you grow up thinking that purpose is a thing outside of you like let me go find that shirt i can't find right. kind of a thing right yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's not that um now, do you have to live life and experience life in order for it to present itself to you and, and you recognize it as that? Yes. But I, I don't think that you have to go seek it. So I think it is important that you live life and that you start seeing things in life as for you, no matter good or bad, so that you can start to um, develop that, right? Um, I think you you get to a point where you start to care more about how you impact others and notice the trend of what um what starts to matter more to you mm -hmm. and makes you feel happy inside and um and fulfilled combined with how you make others feel and you become more self-aware mm -hmm. and less concerned about being embarrassed or more concerned about even if you're concerned about being embarrassed you're more concerned about sharing your light um because you value your light more like a, we don't value our light right and that's part of the reason right. why we don't realize we have a purpose our light is our purpose those are the same thing mm -hmm. um i have this quote from a person named cg jung and they said your visions will become clear only when you look into your own heart who looks outside dreams who looks inside awakes wow who looks and, outside dreams mm -hmm. and who okay. and who looks inside awakes but if you look within 
you awake. And we awake to our purpose by going within. We go within by becoming more self-aware, more self-accepting, and we notice less of who or what doesn't value us mm -hmm. for who we are and more of who or what makes us feel good about who we are. So to me, um, it is important that you, uh, you understand what purpose is and that you understand that purpose is basically self-awareness and, and self-acceptance and um, you stop floating through life and you start living life. Um, I didn't start to feel purpose-driven. Oh, were you about to say something? Because I feel oh, like no, I'm go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. okay. I feel like I didn't get like, I don't words, think I need to give her space to talk. Every, <laughs> I'm everything that you're saying up. Go ahead. Okay. Um, but I didn't start to feel like purpose-driven until I started to learn more about me and become more accepting of me. And sometimes that happens early and sometimes that happens late, but it happens. Right. you know and right. so don't feel bad if right now you feel like you're floating you know you're on here with us listening to us right now so this is probably your cue to stop floating and look within and start being more accepting of yourself and more aware of things and how you impact this world and um more than likely that's that's your purpose um but i you know i would allow others and comparison, which is the worst thing, comparison is the devil, um, <laughs> and how they viewed me determined my destiny, and, you know, your destiny is a part of your purpose, and I would like that get in the way, so um, when I took, like, I took the will of my life versus, like, because when you let other people impact how you, um, what you do and don't do, you're letting them drive your life versus right. being purpose-driven, right. and so when I took my will to drive my own life, um, that's when I started feeling more whole and at home with myself. Right. So purpose is like, you feel at home with yourself. Yes. You know, so yeah. if you, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I just wanted to piggyback off of that um, because you said something that was very, it just hit home. Um, oftentimes we look toward doing things because, you know, I mean, well, naturally, they're going to make more money for us or mm -hmm. do something. But, you know, sometimes we neglect to go after those things that just make us feel whole, that just make right. us feel fulfilled. And like that mm -hmm. speaks to what you were talking about, looking inward. Like even mm -hmm. if nobody is giving you accolades or nobody right. is recognizing like, like this right here, like us talking and just us talking about purpose and the spirit and being like, this is like, this is giving me life. Like, yeah. And that's what it does life. it for me every day. Like that's yes. the thing for me is to be able to do exactly what, you know, we're doing right now. And yes. if, if I continue to be afraid about that, then, you know, my life would feel less fulfilled and other people would not be positively impacted. So, right. you know, you got to do that thing that makes you feel motivated, makes you feel like you were created for it. And yes. it could be makeup or it could be, you know, a sport, it could be whatever, but um, don't think that if it's that so-called quiet thing, that that's not it because mm. it's, that's as big as, is what is popular. Right. <laughs> y'all listening, um, listening? <laughs> i had to learn that myself like you know you you if you could sit there with regret and be like man if i would have figured this out in my 20s i'd be rich right now or something like that you know and it's like or i'd just be happier or something like that but like that's just not how it went and it's and it's fine you know um but if you're 
older or younger, like now is the time, it, you know, it's never too late. The, you just have to do it. You have to um, operate in your purpose. And I feel like purpose does give you perspective. And, um, and I think perspective contributes to your purpose. They're like, you know, connected to each other and the better perspective you have, um, the better life you can have. And um, I could go on and on and on. So you, you could <laughs> tell me when to Girl, shut up. <laughs> but we have to have a part two because I mean, <laughs> I'm for real. Like we are, we are on the same page with this. And honestly, I would love to do like some other projects with you, collaborate on some things. Um, and you should be on my panel. <laughs> yes, let's do it. Let's do it yeah. because um, I love just the whole spirit of this conversation. Let me go to our quotes. I mean, our quotes, our comments, really quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, thank you, Courtney, for watching. Thank you, Demond. Thank you, Cheryl. Hey, Brenda. Hey, Portia. Um, hey, Yvonne. Courtney said, wow, are the horse mail apocalypse galloping down the street? So much is happening right now. Courtney said, nice quote. Um, everyone is said to be related to one another by 360 degrees of, of separation. We are not placed on this world for ourselves. That is true. Hey, Q. That's my mentor there, guys. Q, speak your truth, queens. He said, um, hey, Karen Perkins, thanks for joining in. Guys, if you have any questions for Miss Shirley, go ahead and put them in the comments section. I'm just going to keep this conversation going. Um, and so, Shirley, if you don't mind sharing with us, was there ever a time when you were not, like, you were doing something and you just felt like this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, this isn't, this isn't it. Like, this ain't purpose. And if so, how did that make you feel? Or like what type of feelings came out of, you know, doing something that you didn't quite feel like was what you were designed for in so many words? Um, well, <laughs> my job. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, no, don't give me that. Listen, but let me tell you about that. So let me, let me tell you about that. So like, like okay. years ago, it's probably like five or six years ago. I was just like, yeah, this is, this is not for me anymore. Yeah. Because, but, but, um, in that time period and it wasn't about money, it was about literally quality of life. I was just mm -hmm. like, this is, this is not the deal mm -hmm. for me. I don't even feel like I'm making any kind of a impact, mm -hmm. you know? So back then I had gotten to network marketing because I thought that was going to help me to get out of that. Right. But network marketing was not my purpose either. Okay. Um, and so it was just one of those things that became like feeling like my job. Um, like I still dabble in it now because it's just fun to get products and stuff. But in terms yeah. of like it at the time, I just knew it was going to be my Let's exit from, yeah, that was going to make me get out of what I felt like wasn't my purpose. Gotcha. Um, and then in doing, in doing that, at the time, I felt like my purpose was I needed to be at home. Like I needed to be a stay-at-home mom because if I do that, then I'm going to be able to do all the other things in life that I need to do. But if nothing else, I'm going to be a better mom as if I was just such a horrible mom <laughs> at the time. But, you know, I didn't know I had this weird picture of it or whatever. And so... Um, I was doing all these things and none of them were fruitful. None of them were actually fulfilling what the ultimate issue was. The ultimate issue was that um, not the job and not the network marketing or anything like that. I didn't know me enough to know wow. um, that I was right where I needed to be for right then. Love it. Right. And that with or without that job, and this is what purpose is with or without that job, 
um, purpose is there. Your natural purpose is there. Mm -hmm. So I could work the job for the rest of my life, mm -hmm. but if I can do this too, mm -hmm. then I feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm living in my purpose because if I can touch somebody's life, you know, make them feel valued and understand that what they have is valuable and that the world needs it mm -hmm. with or without a job, you can do that. That's purpose. Right. Right, right, right. And I believe that, like you said, I mean, if you have that, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, I mean, yes. It's perspective is what it is, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. I love that. Yes, it's definitely perspective. And I think that's why there's so many unhappy people walking around these days because they haven't tapped into or come to that realization of that perspective. They think, oh, I have to work this job because you know, um, it's paying me six figures or whatever. Right. Um, and like they're chasing, like they're chasing that, but they don't know the thing that will get the, like they, they, if you don't know, and this goes to, if you don't look inward to discover, mm -hmm. then you are, I mean, then where else can you look? You have to look outward. And so outward is the material things money right and, and it's a bouncing ball that could be everywhere that could be yes. all over the place and so you still are not fulfilled um yes i have this quote from i don't know if i ever pronounce this person's name right but i always <laughs> read stuff by them eckhart okay. toll i think that's how you pronounce it okay um but it's once you have reached a certain level of consciousness you are able to decide what kind of relationship you want to have with the present moment and oh, one decision okay. changes your entire reality so, you know, right, you can decide to be motivated by what serves you and others positively, no matter what your situation is. So it's not a job, you know, or a certain, uh, certain um, status in life that dictates purpose or dictates, you know, happiness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your happiness is going to come from operating in your purpose. And, um, you know, I guess yes. that's it I have yes. to say about that. Yes. You have to, you know, love yourself and, um, value yourself and discover yourself and i i love that you get to have or you get to choose what type of relationship you have with the moment okay so i have a story to tell it's very short last night <laughs> last night <laughs> and i laugh now um but like me and food like we have this type of emotional thing like we like okay so and you know i'm you know i'm vegan right so right. <laughs> um, my husband went to the well, I'm curious about this story because I'm like, okay, what is she going to say? She's a vegan. I mean, vegan food is bad, but <laughs> okay, okay well, let's hear it. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> it, gets, look, it, gets, it gets good. It gets good. Okay. So, um, you know, I sent my husband to the store to get, so Ben and Jerry's has a non-dairy ice cream section. I know. I like the Girl. Cherry Garcia one. Girl, like they're milking anyway. So okay, so you know he's at the store. He's getting different things, and um, you know since he's hurrying, he he doesn't look at the carton, and uh, he gets the the um, yeah, version, mm -hmm. and he brings it home. And you know because of COVID, I'm you know I'm still wiping down everything. So you know I pull the ice cream out, and I'm like, this is dairy, and so. The plan was for him to take it back and exchange it. So I stuck it in the refrigerator, right? So last night, and like, you know, he didn't take it back. Yet. And so last night, I just had like the strongest, the strongest sweet tooth. And this is how the enemy works. The strongest sweet tooth, right? And I'm like, dang, 
but it's that non dairy ice. I mean, it's the dairy ice cream in the fr- in the freezer, and mm-hmm. I'm like, should I? I mean, and like, I'm like, I'm getting moody now because mm-hmm. it's like I want something sweet, but I don't want that, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have many other options, and mm-hmm. so I'm literally getting like upset. Like I can feel my like, you know, I'm getting moody like I'm like snapping at him like just uh-huh. having an attitude and then I had to stop and say Monica this is a choice that you're making for yourself you yeah. know to I mean yes you can eat the ice cream and and you know but then that will contradict everything that you're not eating it for right yeah and yeah. so and then I said and, and then instead of having a tantrum because you can't have your ice cream calm it down like you don't want to spend any minutes like just being upset. Like, you know what I'm right. saying? Like just being, and so I had to literally talk myself through that moment to make a decision. I mean, like it was a, it was a literal decision. I can sit here and pout and be mad and like just ruin, you know, the next hour or so, mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. you know, or I can just either figure out what else I can eat that might satisfy that sweet tooth and be happy and move mm-hmm. on because that one little moment of not having ice cream isn't going to ruin like my whole life. So I feel like definitely with, you know, when you're doing something with the purpose versus not knowing why you're doing something, you definitely have more control right. over your life which then right. you have control over your happiness so i mean mm-hmm. i thought it's like that just kind of sparked that memory because i mean i just had like like a literal conversation you know i mean yeah i could have stayed pouty until you know i naturally got over it but i was like okay no i'm not about to spend any more time being mad when i have so much life that i can just enjoy in the moment and so yeah i love that quote Um, that's perfect and that's like even though it was ice cream it's still like an example that could cover everything in life it's like you know if you've decided that this is a journey you want to be on sometimes you have to make sacrifices and you will be tempted to do something else and something else might feel good but this is not gonna help me and then also in me saying that I know this is not going to be productive for me I have to keep good perspective and keep a good attitude like you know don't let the choice to be disciplined, um, impact your happiness. Right. right <laughs> you know, pat yourself right. on the back because you did the right thing. Thank you, girl. And then <laughs> I did for you. <laughs> and then my alternative. So what I normally I forgot that I had some bananas. So I'll often freeze like some bananas. It's called nice cream. So I'll freeze bananas and then I put it um in a blend like in the in my ninja with peanut mm-hmm. butter and then a little bit of almond milk and it gets mm-hmm. like that that ice cream consistency yeah and then i'll add some non-dairy chocolate chips and some walnuts and like like that is so satisfying so i found that in the freezer um so i was good i was good when you made the decision to to not let that that setback for lack of a better term Mm -hmm, determine mm -hmm. your um attitude for the day yes yes Yes. And the universe made a way. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, okay, so early, I mean, you have already been dropping nuggets. So I mean this might be kind of redundant, but uh, what advice would you give to someone who might be struggling right now to find 
you know, what that purpose is or just how to go about finding, like, you know, or like you said, it's not so much seeking or finding that, seeking something outside of you, but, you know, if they're struggling with identifying their purpose, what advice would Mm -hmm. you have? um that you are not alone and you are not lost um i i don't believe that uh you have not found your purpose it's been there i believe you um your purpose is always with you and um sometimes uh it can even change you too like finding your purpose can change you but if you are or becoming aware of it and i think that's really what it is is that it's a matter of self-awareness um if you're having trouble understanding what motivates you, um, which I think we all know what motivates us, we just might not sit down and take the time to make take inventory of it, right? Um, mm, true. What makes you want to wake up every day? Uh, you need to get a better understanding of you. And how can you get a better understanding of you in the world that we're in right now? You got to put your phone down, uh, close the laptop, turn off the TV, stop answering emails. Even close that uh, book you might be obsessed with right now. Like you might, I mean, you, you would be surprised how many people um, go down the self-help road and they're like, you know, all these books they're reading, but nothing is sticking. Nothing is resonating. They still feel lost. You know, put it down and develop a relationship with yourself. Start dating you. Learn what makes you feel sad. Learn what makes you feel good. Learn what makes you feel like you can do anything. Learn what makes you feel fulfilled. Learn what makes you see life as possible for you. Um, when you do all these things, um, it will help you articulate your purpose. That's what it is. I think that purpose is not a thing that you have to to seek. You have to learn how to articulate it. Mm, love so it. that's the difference. Um, um, but it's always been there. Mm-hmm. So um, start moving guided by what motivates you over fear and um and opportunities kind of just start to come like that's not a lie like that is what's been my life these past few years it's just opportunity and especially this year like when i said i'm not gonna let um fear be my guide um and i'm gonna start acting and doing whether i'm scared or not opportunity upon opportunity upon opportunities presented itself and opportunity is not always attached to money opportunity is attached to what you value in life you know money is a thing right but that's not the currency of the universe you know it's it's all your your willingness and your actions that are the currency and that's what gives you a rich life and i'm and i'm glad that you said that too because um i feel that too like when i get into a rhythm of something you know um I truly do feel like that unlocks, like if you're in a rhythm, it just unlocks, it, it's, hard to, it's hard for me to explain it, but definitely like, yes, like if you step out there, um, then I truly do think like there are laws that mm-hmm. govern us. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, sometimes people might think, oh, laws of like, you know, the law of attraction and law of that, that's other talk but i mean what everything is energy everything is energy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so i'm glad that you said that because you know i don't think people really understand how important like i mean that can even go for just mindset just mindset yes it is it is because you know like attracts like and the more like if you just think about 
what's the smallest thing you could do right now if you feel like you don't have a good quality of life that will make the biggest impact and that is free gratitude Mm -hmm. start looking at what you i mean if you feel like you are the most broke person right now do your fingers work can you see can you talk what are the things you have that you can't put a dollar amount on that you are grateful for and if you sit down and you you just spend a few minutes every day just thinking about what you're thankful for and saying that more your brain looks for your brain automatically looks for more opportunities for whatever you give it so if you give it negative seeds it's gonna grow negative seeds it's gonna look for more negative things for you i always this always happens to me i just am never lucky your brain is gonna look for more of that and if you sit down and think about it you get more of that but if you turn around and it's not like an overnight thing just like it took you if you've had years of a certain mentality it's going to take some time for things to correct itself but if you don't start now then it's never going to happen and like you said you can't set a rhythm if you don't start right right and And you you know um speaking of time like i think that's a crucial thing that you brought up too because um my husband and i well i mean i'm not gonna put it all out there but like we just like we just paid off a major debt like just like paid off and Mm -hmm. like like i mean just just grateful but i remember we're putting it on um like my goals like sometime Mm -hmm. last year right Mm -hmm. you know i put it on my goals um it wasn't even like a goal it was just a list of things that i want in my life right right yes like a vision boy it wasn't you know it wasn't it wasn't anything fancy, but I put it up and then every day I just looked at it and I just read it. And like, you know, even though it, it seems so far away. And so like when it actually happened, I went back and I looked at that list and I said, wow, like that was actually on that list. And, and um, I mean, and, and like you said, it wasn't anything that happened like the next month. I mean, it was yeah. Like, a year right yeah you know what i'm saying um so i love it love it love it love it um and so now why do you think people never find their their purpose like why do you like just yeah they i think that people never are able to articulate their purpose because they don't think it's important to learn themselves to get a relationship with themselves they don't think that everything for them is outward focused and when i say outward focus it's not just a matter of you might think that money is going to make you happy or that career is going to make you happy or something like that you compare yourself to other people and social media and stuff like that have made it worse Hmm. you know you look at what you see online is what people show you and you can make the prettiest part prettiest corner in your room okay and be living in squalor. How much does it cost to, you know, go to Target and get a couple things and make that room look pretty? And then I'm just always taking all these pretty pictures and posting about how happy I am about everything in life because life is just so amazing. And that's not to say life can't be amazing because it can be, and it it is, right. depending on your perspective. But right. don't compare your life to other people. I think that if you are living a life of comparison and not taking the time to um, look at your life, put it in perspective and be grateful for where you are. And even looking back at where you came from, you're not going to be able to articulate your purpose. I love it. And I have to remember that articulate your purpose. It's not so much not finding it or discovering it, but how do you articulate? Love it. And you're the first person to, um, 
make me think about it in that way. So I appreciate that. Um, and I know a lot of these um, things that, you know, we still have yet to like kind of talk about, we've already kind of covered them. Um, yeah. But if you have anything more that you want to say about it, as far as like, um, you know, the relationship between faith and spirituality or um, purpose and spirituality and faith, um, is there any more that you want to talk about or um, ex expand on as far as like just that connection between them? Yeah. Um, I'm not like a biblical scholar or anything like that, but like there is a scripture, um, I think it's in Jeremiah and it just talks about, you know, God knows the plans he has for you or something like that. And, you okay. know, when I was going through it these past few years with some stuff that was going on with me personally, yeah. um, I had to hold on to that. And when you decide, when you, this is the other thing, when you finally are like, okay, um, I'm gonna step out and do the things that I've been scared to do because I know it's for a bigger purpose. Right. So many things start to happen that, uh, you know, you start feeling like, well, I'm not even credible to be the person to deliver this message now because look at what's going on with me, right. you know, and like things like that. And you cannot let that hold you back. Like besides doing it scared, um, you have to just do it too, like no matter what the situation is, because um, I hope I'm answering that question. I don't even yes. think I'm answering the question. Am I? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like that's, I don't know why that's just what I felt, but um, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. I mean, um, I think that having a relationship with, you know, for me, my relationship is with God. I don't know what, you know, everybody else believes, but I, I do think that it is important to connect your spirituality to um, your purpose because it does help with your perspective and your outlook on life. You know, I can look back at so many situations and I can see where something more to me did it for, you know, like made right. the scene better or, right. you know, protected me or, you know, created opportunity for me and things like that, that I couldn't do on my own. So I do feel like there is a connection between your relationship with um, yourself and your relationship with, and, and, you know, someone said that like, if you learn, if you develop your relationship with yourself, you learn God too. Okay. And, and I do believe that that's all interconnected. Like, you know, I believe God is in us and that, you know, how can you go through life without getting to know yourself and getting to know your higher power? And I always say, um, you know, if you want to know how something is made and how it works and what is, and what is made for, go to the one that created it right mm -hmm. i mean it could be this cell phone if i um you know if i want to know how to use my apps or how to use anything i'm not going to go to you know to the, the furniture store i'm gonna go to apple right right so, right i mean go like, to the source <laughs> go to the source yes girl and yeah i created us right so if mm -hmm. we need to know anything about us we should definitely try to seek him mm -hmm. more and that's exactly why, I mean, like, that's one of the driving forces of why, of, of what led me to, you know, create the devotional is because right. um, I know for me and talk and like, just to piggyback off of what you said, you know, like things have happened in, in your life that, that, you know, it was more than just you, right? Mm -hmm. um, like things have happened, like just even my move to Texas from Wisconsin, like just different times throughout life, even just, even looking back things that I didn't see at the moment, I'm looking right. back and I'm like, 
man, like God, like that, that had to be on him because so when I moved here, um, like I was pretty much homeless at first only for like a couple of hours because God came through, but no, but that's the state you were in when you got there. Yes. Because the apartment, and I told this testimony like plenty of times, like the apartment that I had been talking to for months prior to my mm -hmm. move, who guaranteed me I would have a spot. Like when I came here, um, a few days prior to my move, you know, I'm calling them like, Hey, I'm coming down. Like, you know, I'm coming on the day that I told you I was coming. And then all of a sudden they didn't have a space up available mm -hmm. and, and and you know i'm in texas houston all by myself yes i have mm -hmm. like my girlfriend who was married and her family and she um she, um she volunteered me to come and stay with them but and i declined because i i mean i knew like i knew god did not bring me down here to have to depend on somebody else like i mean like that's just how my faith is set up. I knew that he called me here. I didn't know why. I just knew he called. Long story short, long, long story short. Um, so you know, we're coming down here, like, um, you know, my family is helping me from Milwaukee. We have the 27-foot U-Haul girl parked in the Walmart parking lot. That's like a oh, man. from where I stay now, actually. Yeah. And um you know, just like, Lord, like, I have no, I mean, I literally had no place to go. But when I came down here to interview and, like, to look for an apartment, you know, I, you know, I looked at several apartments, and there was one that, um, you know, I visited, but I wasn't fond of at all. Like, just ugly, like, just, ugh. And, but, you know, so I got back home, and they sent me a little postcard, just, hey, thank you for visiting, blah, 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 blah right? Here's like 250 off your first month's rent if you go with us. So even though that wasn't like my choice at all, I still just stuck it, you know, in my folder and just forgot about it, right? Like, whatever. Girl, <laughs> so came down here in the parking lot, in the Walmart parking lot, all my stuff, all my life. And, you know, like, Lord, like, what am I, like, what am I going to do uh, I picked up the folder and then what dropped out that little postcard of that little ugly apartment that I was that, that, that I swore I would not. So long story short, I called them girl. They had one, one bedroom left and it was across the street from, and so I ran over there and they were like, well, somebody else is already scheduled to, to come look at it. So, but you know, just come and look that time, blah, blah, blah. So I went over there and they were like, well, just, you know, just start the paperwork. But if that couple wants it, since they were there first, you know, mm -hmm. they can have it. I write the paperwork and she came back and said, it's, it's yours. And then, and then um, it wasn't going to be ready for like a whole week, right? Because mm -hmm. like, they still had to clean it up. So they let me put all my stuff in the garage for storage for like, oh, wow. Girl, yes, and like, well, so I mean, okay, and I forgot why we even got on. Oh yeah, bigger. So like, just when I look back on just how God, um, you know, has worked, that you know, what you said about there's something greater at work, and so now that I'm here, you mm -hmm. know, like, all the things that I've done and 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 blessed with, and you know, all that, all those 
who have blessed me, I see mm -hmm. that there's purpose in me being here. Right, right. And mm -hmm. so, but like, if I was just going off on my own, I probably wouldn't have moved here. I was like, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was in my late twenties moving down here with me and my cat, like by myself, but I definitely see how God, um, you know, how they're definitely greater, greater at. Right. And I think when things like that happen too, the reason why it's important to like, when you're kind of doing like a gratitude review or something like that, you can look back at a situation like that. And if you're in something right now, you look back at that and you're just like, you know what? I made it out of that. I know I can make it out of this because where a way was made back then, it would be made right now. And that gives you a better perspective and a more positive outlook on the current situation and how you think about a situation is honestly going to determine how you live it. And it doesn't mean that it's just going to always be, you know, the outcome you wanted, but it's still, like you said, that was the ugly, that, that was the ugly apartment, right? Yes, girl. But that ended up being what you needed for right now. Yes. And you yes. still ended up being able to, you know, make progress, progress, progress to get yes. to where you are today. Yes. But if your outlook back then was, you know, man, crazy stuff like this happens to me all the time. I don't know what I'm going to do. And just, you know, you go down that whole road and there are times though where like, you know, I, you can sit there and, and have your moment, but you got to snap out, <laughs> you know, give yourself a minute to go through the moment, but then, you know, it's, it becomes more productive when you can sit there and focus on, okay, things like this have happened before God has made a way before it will be, you know, way will be made again. And, you know, it's, it's been plenty of times where, you know, it's like you, I have, I do my budget with, I put um, sticky notes on different things, but I have like a notebook and, you know, it's been plenty of times in the past few years where I'm just like, I have to get my sticky note and write on there, um, you know, God will make a way and just yes. put it in there and close the book and walk away. Yes. And the next thing you know, you know, here's some money from somewhere you weren't expecting yes. or some kind of favor you experienced that you weren't expecting or just something, right? Yes. Because you have to make a decision. Like life is not going to just happen. You can let life happen like to you or you can make it happen for you. Love it. You Love decide it. that. Love it. Ah, words from the life coach, y'all. I'm telling y'all, get with um, your success with, with Shirley on IG. <laughs> okay. And I know like we're kind of going over time and I want to be respectful of your time. Girl, I feel like I can just call you and we can just have a conversation. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was so nervous. <laughs> I wish that we were in the same seat now like, for coffee or something. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I might skip over some things, um, but really quickly, what do you think, um, might be some characteristics that, that people might feel if they are not, if they have not articulated what their purpose is yet, and they're not living in it? Like what, you know, just to help people identify, you know, just some, some, some characteristics. Mm -hmm. Um, just a couple things I can think of, you know, you don't feel, uh, life doesn't feel fulfilling for you. Um, you don't feel like you're making a difference. Um, your life is by the book, like on paper, it looks good, but in your heart, it feels bad. Wow. You know, um, if, uh, that's the main thing, like the, you, when I finally started to understand or before I could articulate my purpose, I felt really depressed. I had a good career, made good money. There was nothing going on. 
that you would be able to say, you know, if some, if I said I was depressed and ready to kill myself, which I was at that point in life, mm-hmm. um, on the outside looking in, people would be like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, but there are, if that is where you are right now, it just means that it's time to start looking within and start working on articulating your purpose. And um, you all, every single person is born with one. And like I said earlier, it could change depending on, you know, where you are in life, what you value and what's needed, what you're needed for right now, you know, can change. So if somebody is watching this video um, and if they feel like they need some help with that, can they contact you? And that'll be something Mm -hmm. that you can help them. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're watching this video, either on a replay or now, um, you know, if you just feel like you're stuck in life or just not happy, or if anything that we said today has resonated with you and you feel like you really need some help with getting to that place of, you know, articulating your purpose and living in that space, um, reach out to Shirley Brooks, your success with Shirley um, on Instagram, and definitely, you know, get the, get the advice and the guidance and the coaching that you need, because your life, I'm telling you, will be completely different. Um, okay, do you, you can do two things, you need to get the book too, because her book is yeah. to help you with that as well. Part of your articulating your purpose is, um, your devotion and, and, and uh, relationship with yourself and with God. And that's what this book is, um, is going to help you with as well. So, awesome. you know, if I would, I would do both if I were you. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes. Get the book and call y'all. Um, and so really quickly, is it ever too late for somebody to, you know, find out how, how to articulate that purpose? Mm-mm. I don't think so at all. Um, like I said, with me, I didn't really learn it until my um, late, you know, 30s. I had ideas of things, right? Like in my 20s and early 30s, but it did not become uh, more able to, like, I didn't learn how to express it and operate in it until my late, uh, my middle to late 30s. So I don't think it's ever too late. And not that 30s is old. What I'm saying is, you know, I'm, I'll be 41 this year, right? So for me, that wasn't that long ago. Right. You know, right. and so, you know, it's, it's never too late. Um, it's just never too late. I don't believe it, it is. And then like, so just really quickly on that age perspective. Um, so I just turned 40 this year. And so somebody watched, well, I think it was my brother. Um, I had an aha moment. He said, really, you get to do like your 20 years over again. And I was mm-hmm. just thinking like, I mean, like, because sometimes, you know, we think, oh, 40, oh, 50. And like, you know, as time is going on, but I'm like, if I can go back and like do now with the mindset and the knowledge and experience that I have now, go back in my 20s, like stuff would just be so much more different. So I have that, you know, if God allows, I have a chance to, you know, to do 20 all over again. Right. And that's how you have to think about it. Every, and that's every day, like every day is a new chance. So, you know, don't look at age as a number, look at age as a gift and then look at each day as a gift. And if tomorrow didn't go the way that you wanted it to, you got a whole nother 24 hours to get it right or get close to right. Nothing is ever going to be perfect, but you can get close. <laughs> um, all right. 
any lasting words of encouragement for anybody who was out there struggling with articulating what, you know, what that purpose is? Just everything that I already was saying, just, yeah. you know, um, start moving guided by what motivates you. And, um, and I'll say even before moving by what motivates you, because you can't be motivated by uh, negative thoughts, right? So start first developing a relationship with yourself. Take the time to get to know you. Connect with nature. Connect with, you know, your higher power. Um, get a sense of what you feel like. Focus on those things and make you feel like I was created for this or that one thing, you know? And maybe for you right now, that might just be raising your child or it could be going to work every day. It could be, um, you know, that book that you were supposed to write like five years ago. <laughs> you know, it just could be any of that. Like just, you know, tap into you and, and, and it's a choice. That's the main thing is that, you know, happiness and how you look at life, your perspective, all of that is a choice start choosing make one decision you know we make decisions all day long right and we and those decisions we made dictate how our day is gonna you know goes right in most cases but um you can make a you can make a decision to go down in our city go down 285 and 285 is backed up with traffic and now you're just like oh my god i'm gonna be late yeah. you can choose how you respond to that though right, right? you can either right. be angry and have a hissy fit which right. traffic still doesn't move right or <laughs> right. you can choose to okay i made this decision i'm gonna be accountable to this um next time i'm gonna take the you know check the traffic report before i get out here so i can try not to let this happen to me again right. that's how you have to go with life you know don't um don't allow things that come up that you didn't plan for to dictate your um perspective love it love it well thank you shirley i wanted to say i enjoyed our conversation thoroughly um your words 100 percent give life um please keep doing what you are doing guys if you're watching this on the replay or if you have any questions um feel free to reach out to shirley follow her on ig success your success your success with shirley and again as we have mentioned if you need that help um reach out to her um you can also find the book on my website go to richick360.com um or you can go to bit and i'll put it in the comment section along with her contact information bit.ly forward slash order h2m and um, you can check out the book if you feel like you're in that space or if you know somebody who is. And then, um, you know, definitely reach out to Miss Shirley. Thank you again, Shirley, um, for your time, just for coming out and, and, and just for chatting um, and, and giving us your valuable words of advice. I mean, I have really had, um, you know, like you, you allow me to think of things in a different way perspective um so thank you thank you thank you thank you for having me yes ma'am and i look forward to to your panels and future projects and many blessings to thank you, you know, your coaching and all that and we'll chat soon okay all right thank all right. you bye, bye. everybody